The opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host or guest. Please consult with a medical professional before starting any supplement, medication, or fitness program. This is the Body Evolution Project with your host, Ross Raymond. And welcome. Today on the show, we have two very special guests. Both of these guys have helped me to find goals to chase and encouraged me along the way. Felix Rashley and Zach Reimer join me to talk about powerlifting. Now, this is something that I found to be a lot of fun and one of the goals moving forward. So we sat down and talked about the sport and started off a little bit by talking about what got them into the sport. I first got into powerlifting specifically about two years ago, two and a half probably, but I was into weight training for significantly longer than that. I was first introduced to weight training uh, specifically strength training for sports such as football and baseball about five years ago, five or six years ago. And um, after that, I kind of got into bodybuilding type of weight training. So I was mostly concerned with how I looked. But I, I was first introduced to more strength training for purposes of becoming stronger in certain lifts by two of my friends. And so I started training towards that purpose about probably late 2016 or no, no, late 2017. And then I planned for my first meet, which was the Tabor meet of March, 2018. And since then I've just been really, really addicted to the, this kind of sport, really addicted to getting better, getting stronger. I love the grind. I love putting work in. It's a great medium for me to put my energy into, especially as I don't really have any sports to compete in anymore. So I'm good at it and I really like it. So that's why I do what I do. What did attract you to that as opposed to, say, something like bodybuilding? Because it does seem to be a natural progression for a lot of people. Well, I, I think it was the measurable numbers. I think, okay, I think part of it was the measurable numbers that you can get out of powerlifting. You can physically feel yourself getting stronger and progressing, and you have numbers on a page, on a website, you know, on video that prove that you are progressing and not arbitrarily. I just feel like it uses more of my body than bodybuilding would. I feel like I'm putting it towards a purpose. And you can do both at once too. It's not like just a powerlifter is focused on only increasing their own numbers. They can throw in some hypertrophy training as well. I mean, your body transforms and you look better. So, Fair enough. Felix, how about yourself? Uh, talk a little bit about your journey into powerlifting. What got you introduced yeah. into it? And uh, yeah, the kind of goals you're working towards. Yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't initially plan to ever powerlift. I just was, I was wrestling, I was playing rugby very fit guy doing a lot of sports and wanted to get stronger. So I started to hit the weight room and I think I just took a, a natural liking to just lifting heavier weights, you know, initially like most young guys, I was very interested in the bodybuilding side of it, getting bigger, beefier, stronger, lots of bicep curls, but, uh, I had a really good mentor, uh, the fitness director at my school he used to be a former powerlifter, former strongman. So he really pushed the progressive overload and, you know, taught good form and how to get strong. So, Pretty quickly, you know, one year of lifting, I goes like, wow, I got pretty strong. And then shortly after that, he was like, hey, there's this thing called powerlifting. You should try it. So they're just pushing the three main lifts. And I was like, hey, that sounds amazing. And did my first meet and I just fell in love with it. Like going into the first meet, I didn't really, 
have any plan or program. I just went and did it, did all right. And then that's actually what got me started in powerlifting. There wasn't really a process leading into it. The first meet for me was what started my powerlifting journey. It's what made me realize, wow, this is awesome. The community is great. Uh, you build so many memories. It's just such a good environment, the cheering, the hype. And, you know, just the like Zach actually touched on, you know, the progress and the trackability of powerlifting. It's something where, you know, you see those numbers move. You see the weight move and the progressions. It's something that, you know, someone can't take that away from you. It's not like, you know, hey, you look a little bit better year over year. It's like, hey, I've gotten 100 pounds stronger every single year. It's an awesome feeling. Absolutely. And actually, that's sort of where my journey started. Uh, you both know me fairly well. Um my journey started after I tore my calf in 2017 and the progress of getting back and rebuilding the rest of my body after they'd rehab my calf for eight months obviously was quite a task. I, August of 2018, I was cleared to lift 75 pounds and by December end of uh, 2018, I had deadlifted 200 pounds. So to see that progression was definitely something very satisfying for me. It wasn't until actually the following year, I believe, where Felix, uh, you actually helped organize a mock meet at the gym that we go to. And it was a very cool experience for me. For somebody who hasn't been to a meet or say, doesn't quite understand what powerlifting is, feel free, either one of you, uh, Who'd like to explain what powerlifting truly is? Because we've touched on it a little bit there. But uh, Zach, do you want to take that one? Sure. Yeah, I can go ahead. So powerlifting is a strength sport um, that consists of competitions that usually start at the regional level and then can progress to provincial level, national, international, and so on, just like track and field or similar sports. And so these competitions you want to weigh into a specific weight class. There are weight classes just like wrestling or Olympic weightlifting. And once, so you got to weigh into this weight class. So you usually weigh in either the night before or the day of, and then in the competition, the lifts go in order of squat, bench press, and deadlift. And you have three attempts at each. And you're looking to execute the lift to... Um, uh, well, you start low and then you go up in weights, but you're looking to get the approval of the judges, basically. You want to meet the criteria for a clean squat, clean bench, and clean deadlift um, for each of your three lifts, and you're trying to strategically lift the most you can without failing, and the highest total between squat, bench, and deadlift, and your weight class wins. That's why I'd describe it, I think. Yeah, that's a pretty fair description. And Felix, uh, you know, we talked briefly there about the uh, mock meet. That was something very cool for me because somebody who had, you know, been progressing, I had never really felt that environment. And it can seem kind of intimidating when you walk into the gym and see, and I'll use finger quotations, the power lifters, these big, strong guys. It can be really (laughs) intimidating even to go talk to them, let alone to imagine yourself doing something like that. Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why I really wanted to put on the meat. Because to me, powerlifting, I think a lot of people, it's got a rep of, you know, it's kind of like for the the big, strong guys, the badass guys. And, you know, people think that, you know, hey, I'm not strong enough to powerlift yet. I'm not big enough for that. That's not something I could do. But in reality, powerlifting is incredibly inclusive. It really does allow everyone. There's weight classes. It's based off gender. It's really been designed so that anybody can participate in it. And at the end of the day, it's a competition reversing other people. But it's very uh, intrinsically motivating. Like you're 
beating yourself every time you compete. Every Absolutely. time you lift the weight, you're trying to beat your previous self. And I know for me, like as much as I want to beat my, you know, my fellow competitors, I want to beat myself more than anybody. That's my main motivating thing is, you know, I want to get better every workout, every block and every year and every meet. So to bring that atmosphere and like, you know, my own excitement and passion for that, to bring that to the gym and, you know, let other people try it and fall in love with it. Like I did, I thought that would be awesome because it is such a good community. So uplifting people are cheering for you. They don't care how much you're lifting. Everyone just wants to see success. The community was probably the thing that surprised me the most because yes, I went into it wanting to set my own goals, but I also really didn't know what to expect and to see everybody cheering on each other, being there to provide advice and, you know, help in any way they can. Yes. Especially when you get to a competitive meet, there are prizes for those top positions. You know what? I'm in a weird situation because of my age and my size. I was in a group with all the really, really big, strong guys. So I knew that I wasn't going to necessarily be in contention for top lift or anything like that. But at the same time, I had such a great experience and took so much away from that that I said, you know what? That was my goal for 2020 was to do an actual competition and get myself out of my comfort zone. Now, obviously, with everything going on with the pandemic, that is kind of on hold, as is pretty much most competitions and even training, unless you have a home gym at this point. Yeah. But it's it's been a really cool experience. And I would say, actually, once you, you get in there and you start talking to the powerlifting community, they are the nicest, most welcoming. Yes, they may look like big, tough guys, but you know, you go talk to them. I don't think there's anybody, even at the gym, who would shoo shoo you away if you had a question for the most days. Obviously there's times where you're focused, but I mean, they're there to help. Yeah. Like everybody at the end of the day wants to see success in themselves and those around them. And powerlifting is just a sport that really, really shows that and displays that every day. And it seems to be something that's really growing too. Is that uh, accurate? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd say powerlifting is, has really been on the uptick, especially over the past I'd say nine or 10 years or so. Um, I think that's been led partially by the increase in social media use and how that ties into strength sports. And um, even how lots of companies have been investing in strength sports like powerlifting or gym sports like bodybuilding. There's been much more of a uh, company presence, much more of a social media presence and so the sport is becoming popular. It's reaching more eyes. More people are learning about it. More people are following um, heroes on YouTube, Instagram, etc. So absolutely, it's becoming more popular. Yeah. Talking about social media, I mean, we just got to watch um, Half Thor deadlift 1,001 kilograms. That's crazy. Amazing. And it was that was amazing. TSN put it on. Yeah, I love that. I, I woke up and saw that it was happening. I, I actually didn't realize it was happening and saw it on my Facebook social media, started watching the stream there, and then went to TSN to watch the actual lift, which was very cool and extremely impressive. And, you know, it's one of those things that it seems to be coming more and more mainstream, as we talked about, mm -hmm. becoming more popular. It was something that we actually talked with uh, last week uh, with Patrick from... Uh, Ward Smelling Salts, how he was saying he just wants to help grow the community. Yes, obviously it plays a big role in his business, but that's why he wants to be as visually and 
hands-on active with the small meats, the big meats, because people don't realize there are a ton of meats out there. I mean, I've seen signs up for Little Meats and Tabor, as we talked about, all the way up to, you know, provincial and international meats. For somebody who's just getting started and wants to learn more, what are some really good resources? Because, uh, I mean, again, if you try to YouTube things, you can find a ton, but you may be more confused than when you started off, too, with so much information out there. If you are looking to get into powerlifting, I would say that before doing any research, just go into the gym, try out the lifts a little bit and get a feel for it, especially if you're new to the gym. The most important thing to powerlifting, I feel, is building that sort of habit of going to the gym because it's going to be part of your life for years to come if you are looking to get into powerlifting because it's all about day in, day out training. So first things first, get into the gym, try out the lifts. And on the side, go online. I know you're right. There are thousands of resources out there and some of them conflict and some of them may not make sense to you. But the important thing is to try it. Just pick one and try it and see if it works for you. Because especially if you're a beginner, no matter what you do, you're going to be improving as long as you're getting the recovery in and eating well, sleeping well, and putting the work in. The the possibility for improvement at a beginner stage is immense. It's not until you reach an intermediate stage and beyond that you really have to worry about choosing the right programs, the right things to do that will ensure that you're squeezing the most you can get out of your training and your and your life. But if you're just a beginner, get in there, get your feet in the gym, build the habits, start thinking about eating better, fueling your body, getting good sleep. And then dip your toes in the water on the internet, but don't don't be too concerned about choosing the right thing to do right off the beginning, I think. Yeah, just to add on to that, I think, you know, like you said, as a beginner, you're going to get strong no matter what. I think the best option would be, you know, work out, lift, get strong, move weight. And if you want to do a meet, just find a meet to do. Just go do your first meet because you're going to get to put some numbers up. You're going to get to lift some weight. You're going to get to find if you even like that environment. You know, some people don't like being yelled at. They don't like loud. They don't like being in front of people. If you don't enjoy any of that, you might not enjoy powerlifting. It's very possible. But if you do a meet, you'll find out how. And you're also going to network. You do a meet, you're surrounded by these big, giant guys. You know, they love powerlifting. They want it to grow. You have now got an opportunity to ask questions, to learn, to meet somebody, and hopefully better your training as a result. Just to add on to that, beginners shouldn't be too scared of meets either. Meets aren't that terrifying. I know they seem... Your your adrenaline is going and you'll be nervous, absolutely. But like we said before, people aren't out there to see you fail. They want to see you succeed. And just as training for the lifts is essential to getting better at them, I think competing in meets is how you um, get better at competing. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds really redundant, but just like I think it's very important to at least try a meet. Because there's a lot of variables that go into that too. Yeah. And there's no minimum requirement. Just pick one. No minimum requirement. Do it. That's right. Just do it. Absolutely. And you know what? You both bring up some really good points. Zach, talking about how you got to be in that habit, you want to know that this is something that you are willing to put the time and effort into. For me, the mock meet last year, and that was, I'm going to say October, November of 2019. Uh, that was just about the one year mark for me where I had been going solid. I had 
felt like, okay, I've been challenged. I've been doing the strength building. I've been working with a trainer to make sure I don't hurt myself. But it was also at that point where this was something where, okay, it gave me something to focus on. All right, I did it. I enjoyed it. And at that point, it gave me something else to start working towards. But I knew that I wanted to continue to spend the time at the gym that four to five to six days a week. And it was something that I found that was time for me. And this is something I've talked about before, where it's really hard when you do have a family, when you work lots, the hours are crazy to feel like, okay, I can take time for me. And to be honest, around the house, especially during the pandemic that's going on right now, that's been a real struggle. There's been days where I fully intend to go down, work out and take that hour to myself. And it hasn't happened because of life. But when the gyms are open, it's allowed me that opportunity to take that time for me to get out of the house to focus. When I walk through those gym doors, I'm doing something for me. I've got my plan. This is what I want to accomplish. And not every day is great. Not every day do you walk out feeling like you crushed everything you wanted to do. Some days you feel like, okay, I did it and that was good enough. But at the end of the day, for me, moving forward, this was something that I really wanted to focus on. And that's where, you know, talking to people around the gym, I said, okay, I want to work towards this goal. I want to do a powerlifting meet. Where do I start? Who do I talk to? Who should I find to help lead me there and coach me? And this is where I was introduced to Zach. He came recommended from a number of people. And you know what? It's neat to see that people who have been involved within the scene are finding ways to give back and promoting the the whole scene to those who are interested. Zach, um, I mean, you obviously have put in the work yourself. Um, what made you want to start coaching? Well, um, I've always tried to help people around the gym because <clears throat> I've done a lot of research myself online about training, powerlifting, nutrition. And what I think people don't realize is this is all free information that they can find out for themselves. And it, it actually kind of bothers me to see beginners or people who are interested in powerlifting get taken advantage of by big social media figures who tell them they'll sell them a program or you know they'll coach them without and take their money for it but it's i just feel like since all this information is out there for free i wanted to share a bit of my own knowledge with people and eventually as i got more confident in my own abilities as a powerlifter and as I got more experience under my belt in meets and out of meets, I figured that I could be more of a in-person coach or more of a helpful figure that could actually earn money and like feel good about it because I don't want <laughs> to be that kind of person who just downloads a template off the internet and sends it to someone and tells them to do it. I want to be, I wanted to have enough of a knowledge base first and enough of my own experience where I feel like I could actually put out a good service. But I've always been about giving back. It's just now is the first time only recently that I feel like I've actually been able to earn money that people can give me for it without people just going online and doing it themselves. Absolutely, coaches help. But the main thing you want to focus on is consistency. I know you brought this up before, Ross, but there will be days in the gym where you are, you just, it doesn't feel good. You aren't able to have the best workout you could have, or maybe you're not able to make it to the gym that day, or maybe 
your sleep isn't good for one night. Don't let that bother you. It's not about the short term. I think a lot of new lifters especially are too worried about the short term and they end up getting burnt out really quickly or they end up getting injured trying to chase the weights too fast. It's not about that. It's about consistency. You build the habit. You make sure that you're in the gym more often than you're not. And don't kill, don't kick yourself. Don't beat yourself up about having one bad day or missing the gym once, even for a week. It doesn't matter in the long scheme of things. Most of the strongest powerlifters out there don't peak until they've been in the game for years and years. Yeah. So don't don't worry about like, that. That's something I'm but just anyway, learning. Yeah, absolutely. It's about the consistency more than anything else. Other, obviously, other things matter, but really having one bad day won't affect won't affect your powerlifting career that much. Well, you're right. There's a ton of resources. I mean, even something like uh, a, one of my old coaches gave me Body Space, right? A, an app where there's so many hundreds, if not thousands of different workouts. And you can just do powerlifting and find, okay, here's a template. Do this. That's not necessarily focused for you. I have injuries that I need to address. This is why I know I needed somebody who could look at, okay, here's what I can do. Here's what I can't do. Let's see how far we can push it. And, you know, over that 12, 10, whatever weeks it is leading up to that competition, really try to get the most out of that time. Because again, you also have experience that I haven't got and insight that will help me get the most out of this experience. And Let's be clear. As soon as the competition start again, I intend to do it, whether it's the one that I had previously planned to do that is postponed. They hope to reschedule, but whether or not it happens, I intend to do it. Hey, I didn't drop money on a singlet, which I'll be honest, is one of the biggest things that prevented me from wanting to uh, get involved initially. I mean, spandex is a privilege, not a right. <laughs> on me, it is not right. But, you know, all of that being said, really, it is something that I intend to work towards and try to get the most out of. Um, obviously, Zach, uh, you know, moving forward, hopefully you can continue to do that. Uh, do you each have individual goals that you're working towards right now? Um, just recently, I competed in February and I had a really good meet. It was the best meet of my life so far. And I had planned to do a meet later this year. and total 800 kilograms but unfortunately because of the current situation i think i might have to put that on hold for at least now so my long-term goals are mm, i'd say 800 kilograms is in the near future and then after that maybe 500 wilks maybe see how much i can push myself just to anyone listening wilks are the coefficient um that means the amount of weight you can lift relative to your weight class. So they try to compare how strong people are across weight classes. So 500 books is a good number just for it's a good number, just to clear that up. Yeah, I'd say so. But anyway, yeah, I plan on as soon as I can get back training and into the, into the heat of it, I really want to push that 800 kilogram total number and 500 Wilkes number. So I'd say that's next for me. Very cool. And how about you, Felix? What what have you got on the horizon? Yeah. I mean, the way I look at it is I'm still really young and new to powerlifting. I got a lot of time. Um, again, for those listening, powerlifting, you know, you have some age categories involved too. It's not just, you know, hey, you weigh this much and you're a male. This is your category. Um, sort of age is a, is a factor. So there's actually, you know, the teenage classes, 
the junior classes, and then there's the open. Then as you age past that, there's even into the masters. So, you know, currently both me and Zach, I believe are both juniors. You're a junior, right, Zach? I uh, just graduating out of that class this year, actually. So he's, he's joining the open this year. I still have a little bit of time before I join the open. So um, I have about three years. And in that time, I'd like to, you know, deadlift my 700, squat 600 and bench, you know, getting close to the 400 range, uh, get my first, you know, 16, 1700 pound total. So I have a lot of time to prep and, you know, it's just, it's about, you know, that consistency and not rushing it at this point. Um, what I've done up to date is I just hit my first 1400 pound total with a 310 bench press, a uh, 501 squat and a 590 deadlift. So that's what I'm at now. And, you know, I think I have a lot of opportunity to still grow those numbers. The sky's the limit, right? Especially for you young guys. I, I'm a little older. As I get my way towards 40, it uh, gets harder and harder. But, you know, it's all about beating your own records, right? As you said, progressing Absolutely. and getting better. And that's been the thing that really attracted me to it and why I look forward to seeing what I'm able to do down the road. Uh, guys, thanks so much for coming on. And uh, I'd love to follow up with you once things start to change here and we are able to get back in the gym. Um, you know, Zach, I'd love to have you on and talk a little bit about the training we do as uh, I make my way towards that big goal of doing sure. an actual meet. And Felix, I would love to have you on again, too. I mean, it, these you guys have some great expertise, some great insight and great experience that, again, for somebody like myself who's new to powerlifting, but has found that this is something that I really enjoy. And again, just this whole show is about sharing my experience because there is so much different opportunities out there, different things you can try. It's not one size fits all, but hey, if we can help promote the powerlifting scene and maybe introduce somebody to it who had never thought of it as an option, I consider that a win either way. 100%. Absolutely. Powerlifting is getting more and more popular here in Southern Alberta. Where There was a meet and pinch of Creek every year. Um, the gyms, we're starting to see more powerlifters in the gyms. So now is a great time to get into it. There's a great community who will be willing to help you and many people in the same boat as you who are just trying out. So Hey, now's the best time to try it out. Thanks for having me on, Ross. Yes, thank you for having me, Ross. So that's it for another episode. I'm back to work now, so you may notice a bit of a break between episodes, but know that I'm here working on some great new content that will be out very soon. And if you have any questions or comments, hit me up through the Facebook page or email me. It's thebodyevolutionproject at gmail.com. If you have comments or questions about the show, please check out the Facebook page. Just search for The Body Evolution Project or go to rossraymond.com. There you can find the latest info on our episodes, contact us, and more. This has been a Raymond Digital Production.